1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend
2: today. your Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Over these holidays in which uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, downtime and all that, a lot of stuff happens. That's when they break it. News dump days. Here's what's different. Here's what's very, very different about this woman in Maine. First of all, let, let's just talk. I'm only interested in one thing here, ultimately. You know what that is. Winning, not just in how many angels on the head of a pin. Trump got one. Uh, Maine splits up their congressional votes. And Trump got one in 2020. I don't know what he got in 2016. We could look it up, whether they were doing that or not that. Why is that important? One crummy electoral vote? Because this is going to go right down to the wire. This is is all out this is all out combat every inch of it the second reason this is different and important colorado republicans really very very tough to win colorado you know i wouldn't put my resources there i want to win the swing states the second reason is this at least at least in colorado you had their supreme court four to three meaning judges Actual lawyers, you know, whether or not they're Harvard graduates as the ones that found against Trump and all that, at least they're lawyers and at least they're judges looking at this in some kind of manner, even if a kangaroo court. This is one unelected appointed person. And it just brings back to me and it should bring back to you what this secretary of state did, what this clown Kathy Bookvar did in 2020 here in Pennsylvania. She went so overboard with her shenanigans, so distracted they were going to push Biden over the finish line. See, this, this is the one that I bring up, rather than the crazy talk of Giuliani and the cracking and all that stuff. You can get your vote in three days after. As long as it's in by 8 o'clock that night, we're going to count it. She was the one pushing this stuff, along with the Supreme Court. So distracted by that. That she did not do her job with a big staff. Oh, they must have 100 people there. And put out the proper notices in newspapers as required by law, by the Constitution, on the manner that would be coming up on the statute of limitations for people who suffered at the hands of abusers, sexual abusers, and got no justice Then That woman, she ultimately got kicked out. She had to be kicked out. She had to resign. But she did it. She got Biden over the finish line. And for that, who cares about these victims over here, Democrats? She'll be celebrated. She's gotten Person of the Year out in Bucks County several times. Kathy Bookvar. Well, here we have with this Bellows woman the same kind of nonsense. They will do anything. This is; These are 15 minutes of fame. So you have secretaries of state. Now, you should know if you listen to the show, Art Haywood... Who is an African American senator, radical in uh, Philadelphia, is already with others pushing hard on Al Schmidt, a guy you don't have to push too hard on. Remember him, the alleged Republican, the one vote that we had on the commissioners overseeing the election in Philadelphia in 2020, who wouldn't allow us nothing to see here to at least be transparent to settle things down with the counting? That guy? He's the Secretary of State, and you got Joshi Shapiro just itching to make a national name for himself. If he could help win the election for Biden, boy, that sets him up on a trajectory for 2028, doesn't it? So those are some of the things here that are critical with this. And again, I've watched over the last number of hours around this. Well, let me play you what... um, the Colorado, uh, the main secretary of state said, almost gleeful, this is her moment in the sun. Dan, this is Cut Eight, the main secretary of state, talking about, wow, I'm just following the law. I just heard a caller say, why are you going after people for following the law? Well, even the CNN analysts saying it's made up. How can you be cited under this? First of all, the president is not included under this. And if we want to get technical about the Constitution as they are, coming up with the Jefferson Davis clause here, there's no mention of the president. So right there, technically, legally, this is out of bounds. But more importantly, how can you be knocked off for insurrection when you're not convicted of insurrection and you're never charged with all these charges with Jack Smith, by the way? all the people that participated in that riot on January 6th. And, and Dan, what term are you guys uh, using? Do, do you use riot as I do, or what do you use?
3: Uh, yeah, I think riot's fire fair. Yeah. yeah.
2: And any listeners who don't like that, they have a problem, too. There was a riot that day. Now, there were people swept up in this. We know about all that, and uh, I think we've never gotten to the bottom of undercover FBI and people egging on and EPS and all that. But there were any number of rioters that day. That's clear. That doesn't make it an insurrection, though. And that's why they weren't charged with an insurrection, let alone convicted of it. So here is the uh, cut eight. Here's when she announced gleefully what she was doing. Uh,
4: This decision is based on Maine law and the facts that were presented to me in the Section 336 challenge. It was really important to me Uh, to look at the evidence presented in the public hearing and the law and the facts presented in the context of Maine law, Sections 336, 337, and 443. Uh, It's a very detailed decision. Uh, We lay out uh, why, under Maine law, the Secretary of State has the authority, indeed the obligation, I'm duty-bound, to make Uh, this determination. Uh, We also, I rather... Um, laid out that the record demonstrates that, in fact, the events of January 6, 2021, which were unprecedented and tragic, uh, were an insurrection uh, in the meaning of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And finally, uh, in reviewing the facts presented, the evidence, uh, the law, the history, um, we determined uh, under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that Mr. Trump engaged in insurrection and therefore was disqualified.
2: All right, made up out of thin air. That's the bottom line here. That's exactly what she's saying. 34 pages. I could write 5,000 pages. Garbage in, garbage out. In fact, here is the uh, CNN commentator. This will be cut six. Ellie Honig uh, talked about this, that she based this on YouTube clips and other things that would never amount to anything in a normal court She wanted to find this, so she went through the hoops to pretend to be looking at the whole notion of an insurrection. Again, when the president's never mentioned by the Constitution any president as under this clause, and this is kind of a dusty clause in history, uh, to be dusted off uh, for usage and and what do they think is going to happen in this country? Well, what they're hoping will happen now is you'll see people take things into their own hands, and then they'll be able to. Uh, yes, Dan, I know his uh, gender. Thank you, though. <laughs> just just making sure you <laughs> knew how he was. A, oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's pretty good. Well, let's see. <laughs> you you, you <laughs>
3: said she soon after. I knew you were referring to the main uh, person. I just yeah yeah sure yeah. I, I know
2: is. it's a male. Yes, thank you, though. That's why I I know. Thank you. No. But in these days, I have to ask uh, Governor DeWine whether it's a male or female. the board.
3: Heads up. Ellie's a dude. That little clown.
2: All right. Here is uh, Ellie Honick on CNN. He's their places. top analyst. Honick, yeah, it's giving us why this doesn't pass muster.
5: The 14th Amendment, Section 3, says in plain text that if you shall have engaged in insurrection, you can't be in office. She takes that to mean... That if she determines that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection, he can't be on the main primary ballot. Is it that simple? No, it's not that simple. So clearly, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says, engage in insurrection, you're out. We all have that. The complicated part of where we are going to see this play out in the courts is who gets to decide and by what process. Now, it's important to know, and in the ruling... Uh, Secretary of State we just heard from, says she's basically following the same legal reasoning as the Colorado Supreme Court did last week. And she says in her ruling, if this gets struck down in Colorado, we're out of luck too. So she's basing it on the same legal argument. Let me sort of lay out the arguments both sides. And by the way, it's worth saying, we're all theorizing here. We're in legally unknown territory. The argument against is, first of all, the 14th Amendment, Section 5, says Congress has the authority to pass laws to implement this. They did. They passed the criminal law. And the argument is that means Congress, not the states. But perhaps, and this is the argument that the Maine Secretary of State in Colorado made, the states can do it too. If that's true, then Section 2, question 2, is were the processes, were these hearings fair? Did they comport with due process? And I think there's a question there with regard to what Maine did. Because if you look at the hearing, and she details this in in the ruling, They heard from one fact witness, Mm -hmm. a law professor. She based her ruling on a lot of documents, but also YouTube clips, news reports, things that would never pass the bar in normal court. She's not a lawyer, by the way. It's a smartly written decision, clearly consulted with lawyers, but this is an unelected. She's chosen by the state legislature. She's elected by the state Chosen by, uh, chosen, elected by legislature, but not democratically elected, not a knock. That's just the way it's set up in Maine. And... This hearing, look, it doesn't have to be a criminal trial. We don't have to have all the protections. But I think the argument you'll hear from opponents is one, not up to the states to do this. This is why we have all different decisions from all different states. And two, the procedures were not up to snuff.
2: Well, that's right. The procedures are not. This means that any secretary of state can bring in a law professor, Professor Borowski of the uh, firm of Borowski and Borowski, and say, Insurrection, I tell you, insurrection. That's it. This is an esteemed lawyer. Uh, I say insurrection. What a joke. And again, they keep ignoring he didn't he knows it. How in the world would all these charges and here's the tell. It's not just Trump who wasn't charged with insurrection. None of the rioters, even the most severe, were charged with insurrection. There's all other kinds of charging here, but not insurrection. So if that's the case, How in the world do you have insurrection? Now, the thing that you're going to hear a lot over the next 24 hours, 48 hours, uh, the counter is she is basing this not solely on what Trump did or did not do on January 6th. She's basing this upon the entire conduct of Trump and his attorneys setting up these false issues. So now we're going to make it a crime now. Do I think it was smart strategically, you know, uh, the Kraken and Rudy Giuliani going around saying wild stuff? No. And as a talk host, I didn't do that. But there were enough things here, particularly the first time around with mail and balloting, uh, right here in Pennsylvania, that clearly were shenanigans that were out of bounds that made a difference. And in places like Atlanta and Detroit, look. They make it bad for themselves. They're not transparent. Why do they have these reputations? Detroit, Atlanta, Philadelphia. They've earned them over the years. That's why they have them. They either do it or they want us to believe they might do that, so don't get in our way when it comes to all kinds of manipulations. All right? So you're not allowed to complain about all that stuff. Now, again, these are, by the way, uh, I see her on Twitter Uh, When Trump was up for impeachment around some of these, she didn't even get that he was impeached, and he was up to be taken out by the Senate, and they didn't do it. So this is a partisan. This is someone looking for her 15 minutes of fame. This is someone wearing, when she's a, a runner of sorts, Defender of Democracy on her T-shirt. Oh, man. Defender of Of Democracy. Yeah, And whenever we mention her name, we'll have to have a little sounder like that, Bellows. And you'll see more of how partisan this is. The Supreme Court is going to knock this down. I don't think it'll be unanimous, though. I don't think they would give the satisfaction, particularly Katenji Brown, the most recent judge. I don't think you'll see that. On this week but, of The Defender of Democracy. <laughs> yeah, we have to work this up. This this is a good one, I think. And the bottom line here is this proves Trump's point. I heard you guys, at least with Paul, Dan, uh, two-tiered system of justice and all that. Look, um, you don't even have to put it that way. You know, people are going to say, well, look, this guy has lawyers. He's a billionaire. How could he not be getting justice? Well, he's not getting it because they want to stop him particularly, and they're rigging this toward that. Just like on the other side of it, the you know, spare me by talking about uh, rich white men and all, what kind of justice, let's talk about the face of it then. I'll trade you, you want to take that away from Trump. How about Hunter Biden, an absolute knucklehead over almost his entire life, who's skating around violating whatever he wants with a horde of hookers and coke dealers and uses the attic shield and everything else, and we're supposed to just back away. How about Hunter Biden as the face of true entitlement, getting away with things? Second to none that I can see. All right, let me give you the side question. We do have one today. This one brought to you by Dan. I always say that if there's going to be any difficulty with it. No, it's a real good blame one.
3: Play me, me. It's okay.
2: Yeah, yeah no, uh, But do you get the credit then at the end? I'll say we (laughs) collaborated on it.
1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
2: gift card for captain chucky's we're here to 130 today penn state basketball uh, will be coming up at that time so you got to get in early side question today give us the weirdest wildest funniest quirkiest Story out there this year. Could be national, could be local. Philadelphia had a ton of them. I'm going to uh, take off the board. Well, I'll, I'll take this one off, Dan. Philadelphia will not officially have any mayor for 36 hours. Are you aware of that? No. Because the Monday this year, where the mayor is supposed to be sworn in, falls on, a, um, on January 1st, mummers. They didn't want to do it then. <laughs> <laughs> so they moved it back to January 2nd, city council. And now we have a lag of 36 hours where Jim Kenny Oh, man, I'd love to be there that last minute. What is it on the 31st when it dongs that last second? Does Jim Kenny have any regrets? Have is he going to be there at a, a, a Wegman celebrating that he's no longer mayor? Uh, so there'll be 36 hours before we officially have a mayor.
3: Well, I think that's a prime opportunity for one Don Giordano to enact some change. Yes, just put office. me in
2: there. You give me 36 hours, oh, I will change bell. this around. You give me 36 minutes, and I already have 100 things. What's the first
3: thing you're done? enacting in those 36 hours?
2: Uh, yes, what law in the first 36 hours? What would be big Sanches? enough? Yes. Is that it? That's right. That's yeah. <laughs> Saves saves these forever. I'm putting it into the city charter. <laughs> I'm taking a pen right there on the official city charter and writing it in.
3: You're able to do something about councilmatic power or whatever it's called?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm taking you all that, that away. That, you? Yeah, the American veto. veto that. And oh. it's got to be a, the, the Krasner clause has to be put in there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. How about you so, move?
3: Uh, do mine? Take my suggestion: moving Temple to the Navy Yard.
2: That is a great. That is a great legitimate suggestion. Everybody would be better off. It would revitalize everything. I'd get rid of that driverless car. I know it didn't even start yet, but I'm getting rid of
3: it. <laughs> the, the Navy are driverless. It's not even a car. It's a shuttle. It's, it's like a bus. shuttle. Yeah, yeah it's they're going to take driving out. Bus in Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, that way, if things, something goes wrong, it won't be one or two people you uh, take out. It'll be nine or ten. Do you think that makes sense? Do you
3: think it's programmed into the bus to not block the uh, the box? Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could see some guy in Philadelphia wound up and arguing with the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to not the, block the bus. I'm gonna take or the box. dime story off the uh, oh, yeah. million dollars or something in dimes that were stolen with uh, a truck that was parked. I don't know if that guy was asleep, too. There was one where the person was asleep. So those are mine. Hit us with that quirky story. It could be local or national. A ton of national ones. How about you, Dan?
3: Uh, I'm going to take uh, rotisserie chicken guy off. I uh, talked yes. about him
2: yesterday. Yep. Uh, but on
3: Reddit, uh, there was a guy who uh, – I guess it was just natural, would eat an entire rotisserie chicken outside and it Mm -hmm. became a thing where people wanted to essentially turn it into like a pay-per-view event. And the guy obliged and instead had a a live tasting out on a dock behind a Walmart here in Philadelphia and and there was an actual crowd that gathered to watch this guy consume an entire rotisserie chicken. Uh, so only in Philadelphia, I got to say. I know
2: you resent that guy. That guy got too much cheap publicity. He's still out there. I agree with you. Well,
3: that's the Let thing. It's like, like, come on. It's, I, I can eat a whole rotisserie chicken. I'm a big guy. If, let's do it the Dom Show. We can, uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Get some money for Mannion or something. Well, don't we're don't still
2: know. working on the hoagie contest at Mulligan's uh, with Harry Hurley from uh, the, yesterday, I guess it was.
3: Oh, that'd be awesome.
2: Yeah. All right, so 855-839-1210, that's how you get in. That's the side question today. AT&T and Verizon Wireless, all you have to do is just push pound 1210. Coming up, your calls, and this Governor DeWine chokes on the two trans bills, and I'll break down what he did and his tired argument, particularly on the so-called gender-affirming care, here on Talk Radio 1210. (laughs) Alright, it is Tom time. Welcome in everyone. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. 1210 So we have this big uh, case out of Maine. Got the side question. Some quirky, wild type of thing. Dan, you told me, just as an example, that woman who went nuts on a plane. Oh, so yes. many viral moments. And I remember the torn jeans she had ripped in the right places. She wasn't real in the sense it wasn't really about it she just was disturbed and we got into a big uh, she deal was on about she
3: it. was on that plane and she was just yelling right. at the top
2: of her lungs yeah. that person's not
3: a real person and I, as as we know by now I'm very involved with the conspiracy theory forums and man did they lap that story up trying to figure out what she was talking about whether or not that person that she was talking about was an AI that was leashed upon us, or a lizard person maybe, but no, it turns out that I think she was under the influence of something, or she was having a moment and a mental break, and we've all moved on since then, but man, that story was weird when it first came out.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we're looking for. It could be national, it could be local, weird, quirky, uh, wild type of stuff. Philadelphia is the home of a lot of them. Now, Governor DeWine, Ohio is a relatively red state. He's a Republican governor, on paper at least. You have Jim Jordan there. Trump wins that state pretty easily in the two presidential, and he'll win it again pretty easily. He became, just before he came on air, the third Republican governor, I believe, who signed off on blocking a bill passed overwhelmingly by the House that uh, says that uh, there can be restrictions on so-called gender-affirming care. Now, Governor Christie, back to Christie, uh, he makes uh, somewhat the same kind of uh, point in saying that uh, somehow or another uh, that the parents should decide. Why? How could you be a conservative, he says, and I guess DeWine said somewhat the same thing, and uh, have um, the government deciding? We made the argument, it's tiresome hearing this stuff. You don't have a right to say your kid at six is is going to be uh, drinking wine there. I mean, you don't. There are restrictions because you have parents who are negligent. And this stuff is ghastly, and the kid wants it because of all the nonsense going on out there, and the parents get pressured, if you don't do it, your kid will kill himself. So that's one. The other, though, is really unforgivable, just unforgivable, just cowardly, stupid, unscientific. The banning, now the NBC News, Dan, calls them transgender girls. They're males. We're going to go by what you are at birth. And in many times, they're still males intact. There's been nothing done that would make them less male other than doing their nonsense here and getting into these sports. Then they give you the argument, well, how many people does this really affect anyhow? Good. Well, it's not affecting that many. Just make sure they can't do it then. And this guy's only the second Republican governor to do that. Why is he doing it? He is the ultimate rhino. He talked about, oh, how extensive it was. He went to all these places talking to all these people and how we have to be kind and gracious with this and do whatever. So wait a minute. Kind and gracious on the first with the gender-affirming care. But what about these females? What about these females saying, how dare you? This is one of the greatest things that's happened. Female sports. I've said this so many times because it, it's my very being, competition, sports, and that females now can experience the same things that I did and the benefit that I know I got by all that. They get the same thing. No. No. We're going to make sure they don't. We're going to put a male out there. And usually what happens if they're half decent, they win. So what? You're just going to have to. And the the most outrageous quotes in 2023 to say to these female competitors, well, you're just going to have to try harder. My God, it's just an endless, endless trail of this nonsense. So he uh, choked today and signed off on both, veto, both of these. Now, in the House in Ohio, they may have uh, enough votes. It's very rare to override them. And uh, we hope to get Riley Gaines on, who was instrumental in trying to get the second part. I don't know about the first, what she thinks, passed. And it was passed, overwhelmingly. He vetoed it, though. This battle is just, uh, and, and again, if Republicans can't articulate this, particularly the second part, on the sports part, well, then they have no right to win an election. I think Drew and Upper Darby's got a great one to start us off here on Talk Radio 1210. Uh, hey, uh, Drew, good afternoon. Happy New Year. What do you have today?
6: Happy New Year, Don. Thank you. You know, Don, I, I want to comment real quick while I'm taking Trump off the ballot in these various states. That's, that's really disturbing because there's hundreds of thousands of people out there who are only going to go to the ballot just even in those, even though the, even in those blue states, we're going to vote for Trump. And if they don't go, they can't vote for the other Republicans of that state for their school board things and district. You right, know what I mean? And that's right, not exactly. fair. To, that's not fair to those guys. So, my side question answered, Dom. You know, this is an analogy, man. Like. When, when JFK's plane went, JFK Jr.'s plane went down and you know, years ago, it took them two days to find it with the North Atlantic fleet. You know what I mean? Are you telling me that they couldn't find who planted that cocaine in the White
2: House? White House blow, White House blow, White House blow. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all together. Yes, uh, by the way, uh, new thing, and you're one of the knights of the uh, round table here, uh, Drew, and the head knight, Sir Lancelot. Yeah. That was the Earl of Tacconi for now until one of the other nights knock him off. Um that's, That, is a, that right. is a great one. Dan was just waiting all day for that. Yes, that we couldn't find who put that there. And we were told all these wild stories about, you know, how many people go near there. Anybody could have had that cocaine.
6: Yeah, the six the is definitely in. It's just an in, it's indicative of this White House in general, what they're getting away with.
2: That is a great one. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, that is a good start. All right, uh, coming up, we had such a great time this summer uh, and uh, hope to uh, do it again next summer with our friends there in Wildwood, Mulligans and Wildwood Crest, Wildwood Central, North Wildwood. Dan, when we had the blackout, I had mayors of the two, three towns right there with me, and I'm thinking, we're here at Mulligans, somehow or another interviewing them. All hell's
3: You had all the power in your hands. Yeah,
2: maybe the two mayors shouldn't be out there. (laughs) with us. They're sitting there, Moggins. Yeah, here's what's happening, Dom. I can give you a bird's eye view. Nothing we can do about it. Uh, But we're going to talk with the head of the Wildwoods Tourism. Just wanted to find out two things. One, how good of a year was it or not? Is it back? What are some of the metrics of that in 2023? And the metric in 2024 is always how quickly are people snapping up those rentals? You know, we're not quite there. I might be wrong. I'd say it's like the second week in January. There's a beeline to the shore points across the board, not just Wildwood, of people renting places or looking at new places or doing whatever. And of course, Dan, one of my favorite stories of the year, and you were involved by getting the head pizza guy on, was the charges. Was it, and this is playing out in the presidential election. Was it natural inflation due to Biden's policies, supply chain and all that, or corporate greed? Remember the pizza, the Dovell Inn, how much it cost there. And we found out they had like 20 drinks or something. Come on. Don't wonder why it costs that. Got to have some wildwood action here, Dan. It makes me get past December, January, just thinking about that. And all the great stuff that happened this summer. It was so as there. wild as it gets. And every time that we were down there, something exciting happened. Every
3: single time.
2: Yes, we had. Uh, yeah.
3: Sorry, I'm so, I just want to yeah. give a shout-out to Real Diamond playing for us. Yes. Kelsey Grammer coming out, the, the power outage. The power
2: outage guy. We're, thanks we're, to him, too.
3: If you're not coming down to Wildwood to see us, you're really yeah. missing out. It's a great time, and we often get asked, like, can we do a Dom Show meetup? we got a bunch of uh, listeners. we become mm-hmm. quite a community, and, yeah, come down to Wildwood. Earl's been down there. We've had uh, Gary and Newtown show up as Joe Biden. It, it's a lot of fun.
2: Absolutely, and uh, Lou Belasco Belasco is the new uh, head. Well, he was over the summertime of all the tourism for the Wildwoods, which I think it's like seven square miles, but it has like four or five mayors, so it's a very, very involved place (laughs) with big time. We get all the time about that. Lou joins us here on Talk Radio twelve ten. Hey, Lou, welcome in. Thanks so much for joining us.
7: Hi, Tom. Uh, very glad to be here and thank you for having me. We uh, we have almost like a, uh, a summer esque day outside today. The boardwalk's got a little crowd to it and nice oh, sunny good. 60 degrees. You can't order better. We got good weather all the time.
2: Absolutely. It's Wildwood. We all know that. There's never a bad time. <laughs> it's been like raining for five
3: days straight, but it's been beautiful in Wildwood the past week, you know? The, the,
2: <laughs> the best that I remember, I. Uh, used to go to this Italian-American club. It's Rose relatives and all. I spoke to the group, and they had a Christmas party, and we would stay over. And we woke up. It was like December 17th in Ocean City. It was 73 degrees that day. I don't know if you remember, Lou. It's not that many years yeah. ago. You talk about tempting fate. This guy wanders up from the beach, no shoes on, T-shirt, with his son dressed the same way, and sit down on the <laughs> store to eating pizza. Lightning's going to hit you. You can't go that wild with this. But, yeah, 60-degree, you're stealing something. I've seen the people on the beach. So, uh, Lou, let's go back to 2023, your first year fully at the top of the helm. How would you rank this as what metrics you use as far as crowds and revenue and rentals and all that? Give us an idea. How was Wildwood?
7: 2023 was another good year. I mean, we um if you if you take out the couple weekends we lost due to power outages, it was better than 2022. We're we're better than 2022 uh, looking at our uh tax revenue. We're up 5% over 22, which was up 11% over 21. So we we've continued our growth um and continued to can fill the the wildwoods and and have everybody coming down. Um, so we had a little hiccup with the power, but I was completely out of everybody's control you know a, a substation catches fire there's not much anybody but the electric company can do about it. Um, but we made the best of it and still had a great summer and uh, it's all under control now so we expect 24 to line up even better than 23.
2: What are the, uh, anything new in 24? Of course, you know, when you can start out the year building on that big country event that you have, uh, strangely, mm-hmm. it coincides with Dom Giordano Day. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know how that happened. I'm not exactly enamored of that. Yeah, but, you're doing but, a Zach Brown well, cover-up. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. Dom, you, you can't have a, uh, you, once you get your own day, when it comes to us to try and think of ways to really celebrate that day, <laughs> uh, what better way than to bring in... National acts over a multi-day music festival. Um, I'll have to i have to talk to uh, some of the performers that are coming in and see if we can, uh, you know, make them recognize why we really have the concert. <laughs> can that I officially
3: day. propose a name change to the Barefoot <laughs> Dom Giordano Day Country Music Festival?
2: You may propose it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just put it on the calendar, Lou. That's all that I want, that June 22nd, a big star there on your calendar. Because it's a crowded space for a while, but I know you have the polar bear uh, plunge coming up on uh, the 13th. But Wildwood yeah, yeah. has become, at least into you know, November-ish and maybe even beyond, uh, stuff going on all the time. So in 2024, well- though... We know the country music thing. What else is happening that's a big deal in Wildwood?
8: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
6: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.
7: Um, we host the first boat show, Fishing and Boat Expo, of 2024 mm-hmm. on January 6th and 7th. And we'll have 10, uh, 10 different boat dealers in here, hundreds of uh, vendors, to get all of your the fishermen in your lives or the fishermen themselves ready for the 2024 season. So if if you got, you're looking for something to do, the January sixth and seventh, come on down to the Wildwoods Convention Center and get yourself ready for summer. Because we're always gearing up for summer down here. And then that'll be followed by the polar plunge. But really when we get into what's coming up this summer, we're looking at some new hotels coming online, uh some some major resorts with the Madison Resort down at Rambler and the Beach. Um and we are going to have a tiki bar. That should be open for this summer, uh, where the uh, Ocean Sands Hotel was located, right in the center of town, by the by the uh, piers, and uh, it's going to be a very uh, tropical kind of of um, concept, where we are going to have an open air bar, uh, pool, and everything. It's going to be really cool, and that adds on to the things that we added on in twenty three. So if you didn't get down here in twenty three, we have uh, a number of, of bars and restaurants for you to visit. Um, as well as the boardwalk. We're completing the uh, the renovation from the end of Mariner's Pier d- down almost to my, uh, to my building here at the Convention Center, which covers a good part of the boardwalk that people walk every day.
2: Uh, speaking of that, too, what is it about that right where you are that suddenly you have the most people exercising? It's like in a four-block area. Then not so much in the center of the boardwalk. But in the summertime, it's incredible the number of people in that space up to Cressy Avenue. I guess that are biking, roller skating, running—unbelievable.
7: Yeah, and part of it is the um, you know once you get beyond the boardwalk, you get to a a, like almost a a promenade that they the Crest Bike Path that takes you all the way to Mm -hmm. Rambler. And you have a couple of bike rentals along the way. So it's a really nice way for people to enjoy the outside without having to, you know, pack up the bags and and get down to the ocean and get the kids involved. So you're able to come on here. We have yoga classes that go out on the beach. Um, If that's your thing, you can get out there, sunrise, start the day right. If not, you get on your bike, you ride your bike, and end up. The, the, the thing I love most about our bicycle hour um, on the boardwalk is when the national anthem comes on. You could hear a pin drop. Everybody stops, gets at attention, and faces the flags that we hang on the boardwalk, and it is it is really all inspiring. If you have never seen it.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, We are very, very proud of that. We're usually up around North Wildwood or coming toward the center of Wildwood at that point. But it is remarkable. And uh, if you don't stop, the umbrage from the crowd, as far as the looks and all, usually tells people this is what you're supposed to do. Uh, The whale and dolphin watching from the coast, too, is a big deal, particularly given some of the stuff that's going on around the wind battle.
7: Yes, yes, and, uh, you know, we had a couple of, um, unfortunate events with whales washing ashore, but, um, you know, that's kind of been on pause now that, with Orsted pulling out of the, um, mm-hmm. of their wind energy. So, uh, I'm not 100% sure where it goes next, but for now we have a, a break on it. I know that the, the county government is staying right on the gas pedal to keep the fight toward uh protecting our shorelines and protecting our marine mammals um, which i grew up here uh my whole my entire life and i have never seen as many whales as i've seen in the past couple years they've really made quite a comeback so it's very important that we protect them and continue to uh to allow our visitors to to experience that kind of wildlife that, that you don't really think about when you're coming to the boardwalk and you're having all the fun you're out you're out at night that Right out in that great Atlantic Ocean, there's still a very wild group of whales and and animals that you see out there. And and seeing a whale, I don't know if you've ever seen one, Dom, but they're huge.
2: (laughs) They are. We saw one. You can't even... We saw one on a cruise, you have to be fairly far out, except Jersey Shore, you might not, you know, with the whale watching and all. Well, that's, that's my question. Yeah. Can,
3: can I chime in yeah. real quick? Because I, I used to work at WOND, which is a station down the shore, and we would set up remotes outside the convention center on a corridor there. And I, unlike any other shore town, Wildwood, it, it seems like every time that the sun was setting or rising, you'd see dolphins out there. Do you know, Lou, if there's something geographically about Wildwood being placed where it is that allows for that to happen? Because... I can't remember really yes. sitting on the beach in Atlantic City and seeing dolphins off the shore like I do down there in Wildwood.
7: Some of it goes to our, towards our training of the dolphins. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> but in all in all seriousness, um, they 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 have a, a like a nursery down at uh, the Cold Spring Inlet at the very end of the island, and um, part of their routine is they come out of that uh, that inlet and they go hunting. Uh, for their prey along the, the front of the Wildwoods. So they go out during the mornings, and, and then you'll see them coming back down uh, to get back into their nursery by the um, uh, sunset, more or less.
2: Well, Lou, uh, all great stuff. Uh, tell us where we can go. you got a very nice website calendar up. Yes. People can see a lot of information, even rentals and all kinds of things that they might want to look up. Where do they go?
7: Wildwoods nj.com, and then right in there, like you said, Dom, anything that you could want to plan your vacation, or even if you just want to see, hey, what's going on in the Wildwoods this weekend? You go to our events calendar, and you could plan a, a road trip down here and come see boat show, polar plunge, uh, the comic and collectible show that comes up at the end of the month. Uh, but whatever fits your your schedule, you go on to Wildwoodsnj.com and we'll have everything you need for your your next trip to Wildwood.
3: Dom, we're going down for the Comic-Con. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I uh, went to a tattoo convention. I know you have the big tattoo thing there, too, or yes. at least used to have. And that is people watching Central, Dan. So, yeah, I, 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 I walked good.
3: into a tattoo convention once, and there was Jay from Jay and Silent Bob just laying down getting a butt tattoo.
2: It's, it's
3: what, <laughs> of course, a, why not? That's
2: a sight. Yeah, exactly.
3: I <laughs> love those events. They're amazing.
2: Yeah, hey, Luke, congratulations on everything. We love uh, coming down and touting the Wildwoods. There's no place like it, even at the Jersey Shore
7: well thank you dom we really appreciate it and we love having you down here and i hope uh, i hope i see you before dom giordano day otherwise known as the country festival but if not <laughs> i hope to see you on dom giordano day absolutely
2: we'll do it lou thank you lou very much all right thank you guys all right uh, dan so uh, how's that going getting that on the calendar i think we came pretty close here <laughs>
3: Uh, he, he seemed interested. Yeah, he seemed interested uh, just, in that
2: proposal. Not so much in n- renaming the entire
3: festival after you. Yeah,
2: but uh, let your uh, contact there know the calendar would be great. You know the fun we'd get out of that oh, of seeing awesome. it on the calendar. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's definitely worthy. This is like the third or fourth year or fifth year I think since Mayor Pete uh, suggested it, and you were a part of the. Uh, backstory of that
3: and if we're having I mean, push on the
2: shop come on
3: Lou, we're, we're bringing people into the city you know oh tourism. yeah there you go you know, yeah, yeah it's reason yeah. it to be on the calendar
2: I yeah i i think the net you know how they do those big economic impact we believe it was at least a million dollars oh last yeah. year. Yeah. at least that just to talk of it i mean <laughs> mulligans alone is in gold all right phone lines are 855-839-1210 you got the side question something quirky weird funny that happened this past year, around this past year, national, local, get your name into the hat. We'll have the winner by one thirty today, uh, just a half show today, Penn State basketball. Our TV guy will be here, Neil Zorn. We'll talk film and TV. Their story. Of- All right, that, of course, is the Earl of Tacconi, Dom Giordano's show. Happy New Year to everyone. Last show of this New Year, but we'll be here live on New Year's Day, noon until 3. At least I know I will be somewhere. I think Dan will be, too. Uh, But the Arrow of Tacconi with a special uh, New Year's message, end of the year message for everyone.
7: I know a man, his name is Lang, and he has a neon sign. And Mr. Lang is very old, so they call it Old Lang Sign. That was a song by the late, great Alan Sherman, sung by me, the Earl of Tacony. From all of you to all of us in the listening audience, on behalf of Dom, Dan, Jim, and the rest of the crew here at WPHT, and of course, our regular cast of characters, we would like to thank all of our loyal listeners, and even the disloyal ones, So have a safe and prosperous New Year, and a happy and healthy 1954.
2: Good night, and God bless. All right, the man is on a roll, Dan. No stopping him in 2024. He's unleashed now. Another one of your uh, projects there that's come alive. It's launching. Is he angry I, at
3: us or something? He hasn't called in like two days.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. He's like like every day must day be during busy uh, doing something up. Yeah. You know what? I
3: think he might be on a hunting trip or something. He's a big hunter. Ah, yeah, uh,
2: yeah I remember that, uh, too. And seeing him in person down there was quite the uh, spectacle at the Summer White House, also known as Mulligan's. Uh, let's go to Joe in Westchester. Joe, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe, what do you have today?
4: Hi, Dom. Uh, I love your show. I Thank you, Joe. I hardly ever disagree with you and Dan. Uh, but at any rate, my story is, because it's got some quirkiness, but it's 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 funny to me. I mean, in, in a way, the uh, dog at the White House, Commander, I think his name was. Oh, yes. Well, several, a couple of them, yeah. a service agent. Yes. Right? And I thought... You know, the state has done so many things wrong. As you said, they couldn't find, you know, it was supposedly they couldn't find who planted the uh, coat and then right. uh, uh, everything else they've done. And they can't come up with a dog who's non-aggressive. But, but it's hard to do, right, except for police dogs who are trained to be aggressive when they're supposed to be against the wrong way person. But he kept fighting the secret service. So they couldn't handle the dog. Got you, and, Joe. Thank
2: you. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff there now. You know, we didn't impugn the Bidens on this. I know that stuff can happen, but boy, this is an awful lot. Boy, when are we going to hear the Bidens again? Whoa, where else are they going to be? But right here in Philadelphia, when? January 6th. Why? This is what they're running on. I. what else do they have? Hoping we will not notice inflation. Hoping they can paper it over. It's gone down. No, it's not. It's baked in. How many examples do we need to see? So thank you. Uh, that's a good one, though. Uh, that's what we're looking for today. Something quirky, funny, offbeat. Philadelphia had a lot of them. Philadelphia area or national. Either one is fine. All right, we got a big half hour coming up. Neil Zorn, our TV guy here, but we'll dabble into some films. I'll give you uh, my biggest three of the year that still are actionable and I'd recommend. I'm sure Dan's got some uh, recommendations I can't say enough good stuff about Fargo right now. That's not the taste for everybody. Dan, I don't know that that's your taste, Fargo, right?
3: Uh, I, I love the first season. I haven't watched any other oh, okay. uh, But this is something I've been wanting to check out, actually. So I can yeah, talk each, about it
2: Each season's different. So there's not just one story. And these are based upon actual stories. i got a couple more that I'll give, too, though, uh, coming up. And we'll get some from uh, Neil. In addition to that, um, we'll get a winner for the week. Captain Chucky's going strong again into 2024. Gotta love them. We love crabcakes.com, and each week you have your shot at 50 bucks with Captain Chuckie's. Who knows how many stores? I think four or five came online in 2023. So as we head toward 2024, I'm expecting uh, a lot again. Get a line right now. Last show before the new year, gone. And Philadelphia, 36 hours without a mayor. Well, we've had, what, six years without a prosecutor. And, Dan, we had about three and a half or four without a police commissioner, Daniel Outlaw. So why do you need a mayor for those 36 hours?
6: Dom Giordano, weekdays, noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.